interested in playing a bigger role in your own life? What is your mission in life? And what's standing in the way of your getting there? Welcome to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. In our program, we will share life stories, ideas, and business insights that help you step into this bigger role and achieve your own success. Now, here is your host, Michelle McCullough. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Mission to Millions Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McCuller, speaker, author, business success coach, and former rocket scientist, bringing you heartfelt stories and conversations that will inspire, empower, and excite you to step into your power, live a life that feeds your soul, and make the difference that only you are here to make. Today's topic is Beyond Blueprints, the secrets of soul-aligned business design. Joining me is my guest, Lee Murphy-Wolf. Lee is the founder of the Prosperity Project and creator of the Aligned Growth Method. She's a marketing and management veteran with more than two decades of experience in Fortune 500 companies. As a design, business design expert and brand alignment strategist, Lee helps purpose-driven women transform their passions into unique and sustainable lifestyle businesses that set them apart and position them for massive growth. Her approach combines strategy, spirituality, and experiential learning to empower her clients to create a path to prosperity aligned with their higher calling. Well, welcome, Lee. Hey, Michelle. It's so great to be here. Well, thank you. I am so very happy to have you joining us here on Mission to Millions Radio today. I'm just so excited about our show This topic is one that is so near and dear to my heart, and in fact, it's one of my key motivations for even doing this show, because I really, truly believe that living a soul-aligned life and business is like really the key to not only making the difference that we're here to make, but also creating sustainable prosperity, meaning, and fulfillment, something that I know that practically everyone in the world, even if they don't talk about it, is searching for. So, again, I am so super excited about you being here, and um, I'm remembering a conversation that you and I had recently where you were sharing with me, um, and I was just so excited and expired because you were singing my song, and (laughs) I mean, literally, you were, I was just like, oh my God, you're singing my song, Um, and I don't know if you sense it, but, you know, I feel this shift occurring where more and more women are stepping up and leading other women. And they're really helping them to step into their power in their own right and lead from a place of purpose that's not just from purpose, but it's also grounded within the divine feminine. And I just love this. And I remember you talking about that. And and because of that, you know, from what I'm seeing, you know, but there's so many of us that still tend to focus on that coming from that place of doing rather than being. And leading and creating almost exclusively from our masculine energy, which has been my experience for most of my life, as well as the majority of my clients and coworkers and, you know, other share, many other associates who have shared with me. And this masculine energy, focusing what we're doing mainly from that uh, energy seems to routinely lead to burnout, disconnection and feeling stuck. And I'm just wondering, what's been your experience? And with that well ditto ditto and ditto (laughs) (laughs) so yeah for me my experience was very much like that um 
for years. I worked in male-dominated industries and in corporate environments, and I had to disconnect from some of the most authentic and true parts of myself in order to navigate that landscape. And I got really good at being disconnected from my inner wisdom and being able to trust my intuition and being able to show up in a place of flow, creativity, and service. And it took a long time to reintegrate that back into who I'm being in the world so that I can step up and serve in a bigger way and work with my clients, meet them where they actually operate from, and not feel apologetic for it. I can so relate to that. I mean, 26 years as a rocket scientist? Yeah, (laughs) you can imagine (laughs) kind of shutting down some of those parts of yourself to really, you know be able to work in the in that environment and then losing track and trying to reintegrate yeah i so so get that still working on it <laughs> yeah it's, okay. it's always happening i mean we just keep evolving as we step in more and and the more that we heal from that place and the more that we own and honor the beauty and power and strength of our divine feminine gifts the more authentic and powerful we become. It's just, it's really cool. But in the beginning, boy, oh boy, it's, it's a painful process. <laughs> well, yeah, because it feels so abnormal to you because you've shut down that part for so long. Mm-hmm. At least that's yeah. been my experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine tracks with yours as well. I, I really, um, I was terrified in the beginning. As I started to reawaken, um, I didn't know if people would think I was crazy, if I'd be accepted, if I had to hide these parts. And as I started to sit with that more and to step in more, I realized that the only person I was hurting was myself as I was shutting that off because that's what didn't set me apart. I started sounding like all the other CEOs, business strategists and coaches because I wasn't connected to my authentic core. And my femininity, and um, it really made it a lot more difficult to get my business moving in an aligned and sustainable way in those first few years. Oh, I can so relate to that, and I mean, that's one of the the things my whole life that I've just been so, like, all about authenticity and true self, but it's like, and being completely able to authentically express yourself, but then, you know, we don't, like, I didn't, and like, it was just like, yeah, it just really messes with things. So anyway, I'm um, wondering if you'd just describe a little bit about the differences and the impacts of what you've seen in terms of spending a predominant amount of time living and working in a masculine energy versus feminine and what a more of a balance of the two would look like. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that question. And I know we only have an hour, so I'll give you the high <laughs> points, but I could probably write a dissertation on it <laughs> in terms of my experience. So I think that what I see and what I've experienced is that strategy and the foundations of business and the, the world and language of business, the energy of business is very much taught as a competitive masculine skill set. So it becomes about how are we better than other people? What do we need to do to knock out the competition? So there's very much this war room energy about it. And so teams organize inside of organizations in order to get ahead of someone else. Or Mm -hmm. people will hold back information because it may affect their ability to be promoted, you know, when they have someone else who has similar skill sets or that sort of thing. So it becomes very much about um, 
managing up. It comes about, it comes about protecting your own self-interest. And it becomes about winning in an unhealthy sort of way. And so that's been my experience. I mean, I worked in financial services, and God knows that a lot of the folks, the portfolio managers, the traders, they're always living on the edge because they're attached to the market and the results of the market. And if they don't act quickly, clients can lose millions of dollars. So I do understand there's a need for that sort of assertiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the big picture, when you're looking at how do I fit into a company, that was a really tough thing to be sitting in an energy of collaboration and compassion and commitment and creativity and wanting to say, how can we make things better? And walking into meetings where the guys are sitting around the war room table, and yeah. like, I don't want to hear about that shit. Let's just move forward. We need to get this done. It needs to happen now. And who are we going to knock out of our way to do it? And so that was the feeling and the experience I had. And what I'm experiencing with a lot of feminine leadership is it's so grounded in collaboration and cooperation and sharing, sometimes it can be pathologically feminine to the point where everyone's sharing so much that nobody's stepping up and saying, we need to make a choice and a decision and this is what we're going to do. Who's behind Mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. And so I think that the integration is around really balancing the threads of both of those energies so that we can be moving forward in a self-directed and intentional manner with compassion and heart but also be goal-directed and moving toward a particular thing that we vision. And so that's the art. I think it's taking the pieces from both of those and weaving it together. Oh, well, thank you. That's, I'm so happy you said that because that was where I wanted the environment I've always wanted to work in and, you know, haven't quite found it yet, but I'm working on it in this world that I'm in today. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thank you so much for sharing that. And so I know, you know, and you've already shared this too, you know, you've lived a significant amount of your life in more of the male-dominated environments. And so I'm curious, what was that key thing that started you on the path to helping other women create a soul-aligned business? And also for clarity, maybe you can just say a little bit more about what you mean about a soul-aligned business. Yeah, sure. So... I think it might illuminate a little bit if I share where I started and and how that all happened. So I was in corporate for a number of years, and I was one of the lucky souls that was spit out, not once, but twice during the financial correction of 2008-2009. So what was fascinating about that to me was, on the one hand, it was like I had finally the permission to get out of those environments because I was so miserable in them. It was just sucking my soul And on the other hand, I was watching all these women who were just miserable and suffering because they were looking for other opportunities once they were all released into the workforce, Mm -hmm. and there was nowhere to go, and they didn't know how to reinvent themselves, and I started having amazing compassion for those women, saying, my gosh, what are they going to do? They're, like, so conditioned now to work on trading floors and to, like, be so intent, and... I'd ask them questions like, well, well, what do you want to do next? What do you care about? What lights you up? And they'd look at me like I had three heads because they were so disconnected from themselves. Yeah. And that's what I think started the little spark where I said, you know, there's something I could do about this. And from that, I started questioning myself, saying, well, how am I going to find myself again as a woman and as a really savvy business person? And how can I be of service? And how can I make a life and a great living living into alignment, and I wasn't quite sure, so I started on the path. I trained as a coach. I started doing different things, and 
I became fascinated with my own health and wellness because I was so stressed out, depleted, and burned out after all those years of corporate. Mm -hmm. And I misunderstood that passion for health and wellness as, oh, that's what my calling is. I should be a health coach. And so Mm. that's what I did because everything I was learning, I thought, well, everybody needs to know this. And it never felt right. And I didn't understand why. And uh, people kept coming to me for business advice (laughs) and leadership roles whenever I was out. And I'm like, this is the allergy I've had for years that I don't want to be (laughs) having an issue for anymore. (laughs) So why is this happening? I'm trying to reinvent my life. I want to connect in. I want to work with women. And I kept having men be attracted to me. And I couldn't figure that out. And I realized that there was something in my energy that needed to be addressed and healed. And there's a lot of releasing and letting go of all the protective layers that I had built up for so many years. Um, Mm. And so that was really the beginning of wanting to empower women because I really wanted to empower myself. I was like, how am I getting out of that? Um, Yeah, and and so over the time, I went from being a health coach to stepping into, at the encouragement of some colleagues, stepping into the business coaching space And then it became the gyration around, well, what type of business coach and what specialty and what am I going to do and who are my clients? And again, going through that again and wanting to really work with women. I mean, just I just kept seeing these intuitive, creative, soulful women doing amazing things like, you know, creating stuff with raw food and creating yoga studios and experiential retreats and life coaching to help people get clear in their vision. And I'm like, these women are amazing. I know I can help them because they don't get the business part. And yet, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to integrate and meet them yet because they were so grounded in the feminine energy. I was like drawn to it like a moth to a flame. Like I had to have it, you know. And I knew I could help, but they weren't resonating with me because I wasn't calibrated to the truth of that. I wasn't living it yet. Uh, And that's really where the journey began. And so a lot of my own personal development and reintegration process began while I continued to work in the business coaching space. So in the beginning, I worked with men mostly. And that wasn't what I wanted, but that's what I got. So I also was aware that, you know, you take the revenue where it makes sense. And if the men were purpose-driven and the men were visionary, I realized that on the inside, that's the wiring I was attracted to and looking for because that was more what my energy was about, my purpose. So I let go of the gender piece and I started feeling into and seeing energy. And that's when I started attracting the right clients. And what happened over time was more and more I started expressing to the men I was working with that I really love to support women in this because I believe women can bring something unique to leadership roles if they're given the business foundations that they need with this incredible ability to create community and collaborate and use their creativity, you know, and and I'd like to see more of them succeed as business owners. So, yeah, so that's really the evolution of it. But it was really fascinating to watch, and there was just such a blind spot in me because I didn't realize that my energy was so misaligned. And I think that is one of the secrets to soul-aligned business design is, Really being aware that whatever we're creating, whatever it looks like on the outside doesn't matter. The energy underneath is going to be the biggest driver in terms of whether it's soulful, purposeful, and gives and receives the right thing in the world. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, it sounds like you and I have been on some pretty similar paths for the bulk of our life here. And even after we went down, you know, on the coaching path, there's a lot of overlap there and similarity. Um, anyway, so it's about time for our first break. So 
we'll wait till after the break to go into some more of the things that um, benefits and uh, various secrets and all. So anyway, uh, Lee, this has just been amazing so far. I'm really happy that we're having this conversation, but it is time for our first break. I'm Michelle McCuller, and you're listening to Mission to Millions Radio. And when we return, Lee is going to reveal more of the design secrets for building a soul-aligned business that turns your passions into sustainable prosperity that feeds your soul and your desired lifestyle. So make sure to stay tuned. to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to radio at michellemcullough.com. Now, back to this week's show. Well, welcome back to Missions Millions Radio. I'm Michelle McCuller with my guest, Lee Murphy-Wolf, and we're discussing Beyond Blueprints, the secrets of soul-aligned business design. So, Lee, when we left off, you were sharing a little bit about your path and what got you started on this path to helping other women create soul-aligned businesses. And so, in like a just quick like moment or so, could you clarify what exactly you mean by a soul-aligned business? Yeah, sure. So... At the highest level, a soul-aligned business is something that is lined up with your passion, your purpose, and your expertise with a clear delivery of a solution for a specific group of clients. And it all feels really good because it's coming from your inside out as opposed to picking a market from the outside and then trying to create something to support it. Ah, you so speak my language. (laughs) 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 Oh, anyway, so thank you. Thanks for sharing that. And because that does help create clarity here. And so as we, you know, before we dive into some other particulars about um, more about how your work differs from traditional business offerings, I'm wondering if you could share a little bit about um, how does somebody go about designing a soul aligned business? And 
Well, what are some of those common signs and symptoms that they might uh, see or notice to, to realize that they're not actually creating a solo line business? Yeah. So in my line growth method, I teach five steps to soul line business design. So by no means are these exhaustive, but it gives you a good roadmap. So the first step in anything with soul line design is to clarify the core. And what I mean by that is getting very, very clear about the intersection between your passion, your purpose, and your expertise, and what that's going to look like in terms of what you deliver in your business for a certain group of clients. So that's the first piece. The second piece is around packaging your wisdom. And this step is often missed and so important. It's about pulling the thread through your expertise and saying, so what's my unique take? What's my special sauce? And how do I deliver that in my solution for my clients? Because we often have so much more that we can package up, sell, and monetize through our business, and we have no idea. We Mm -hmm. just kind of keep ourselves in a small box. So that's the second step. And the third step is around choosing your non-negotiables, being really clear about what is this business going to need to do for me and what are the design needs around that in terms of how much money, how much time off, uh, where am I going to work, things like that, mm-hmm. and what's it going to do for the client. So there's a combination, but you know, there's certain things that are going to be a must-have. Those are your non-negotiables. Those go into the design when you're designing from a sole place. Um, the fourth one is then you need to create a business model. So what is the journey that the clients are going to take with you from offer to offer so they can work with you longer so that you can mm-hmm. actually create the transformation you want for the client and it feels good because then you're doing your soul's work. And then the right. last piece is around infusing your creativity. And that's really, you know, what makes the special soulful signatures, those little touches that make your business unique and feel like you the customer experience, the little things that you do, the special touches, those are the pieces that also need to be put in. So, so those are the, basically the five steps. Um, mm-hmm. And I think when you know that you're not on track, it doesn't, there's things that don't feel right. So there's four things that I look for, the four misalignments. Mm-hmm. And they're usually, and I've made all these mistakes, so yeah. <laughs> speaking from experience, but the first one is around when I'm saying you have the wrong what, meaning you're doing something that isn't aligned. Like for me, I was a health coach, but people really wanted business advice from me. So that's a wrong what. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is the wrong who, meaning it's not the right ideal client for you. So for me, I really wanted to work with men and women, but I kept attracting men. So I was like, hmm, what's that about? So that's a place to look as opposed to saying something's off or wrong, you know, coming up with a way to kind of get underneath that. And then there's also... The idea of having the wrong growth plan, which is a huge one, and that really is about you've been following other people's tactics and strategies, and so maybe you're bringing in clients, but what doesn't feel right to you is the way you're bringing them in, and that's a place to take a look. And then the fourth place is really, I don't even know how to describe it other than you're not loving the who and you're not loving the what. And that's probably a place of saying, oh, you know what? If those things feel really off to me, there's something deep in my soul that's not being met, it's time to make a pivot and figure out what that looks like. So those are the four main places where you'd see the disconnects and misalignments, how they show up. Yeah, that last one is huge. I mean, that was my experience when I chose to, you know, leave my previous career. And I know that's where 
probably at least 70% of the people in a normal traditional job are feeling that last part you mentioned about the what and mm-hmm. who. Yeah, God knows I was for so many years. Yeah. And a lot of my clients, too, they come and they're having success. And a lot of my clients are maxed out with one-on-one work. And they don't mm-hmm. know what to do next. And it's really uh, heart-wrenching because the passion starts to go when we're in mm-hmm. that place. And that's a big place of looking for misalignment. Unfortunately, we tend to think that passion is the only indicator of misalignment. <laughs> but yeah. it's not. It's just, it's just a place to start pointing the arrow to take a look under the hood. But it's not everything. Because if you only follow the passion and the bliss, you know, sometimes right. it's just meant to be a hobby. And that's not actually meant to be the core of your business. Yeah. So thanks so much for sharing that. That's like something I think that everyone should really, you know, if they've listened to this, they might want to go back and listen to those key aspects that you outlined because that's huge. And it's really like hits the nail on the head of things to look for to make sure that you're creating that soul aligned business. Um mm-hmm. All right, so I would just really love if you would share a little more explicitly about, you know, the work you do and how it differs from other coaching offerings. You've already tapped into it a little bit, but if you could just go a little bit deeper about those differences and then also what the um, benefits to those people are, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So I think what sets apart my work is that I'm teaching business foundations and I'm supporting women and getting those business foundations in place, but because I'm very specific to a certain type of client, the way I teach it is where the difference is created. So, for example, most of my clients are coaches and healers, and they're very spiritual. So, for them, when they look for guidance, they Mm -hmm. do things like pull an oracle card, they meditate, they journal. You know, it's very internal work. They connect Mm -hmm. with a higher power. And that's how they get their direction. And a lot of times they have a lot of ideas and downloads and it doesn't add up to anything. And that's why they get overwhelmed. They get overwhelmed by their vision. They get overwhelmed by ideas. And that's where it makes them having a hard time making business decisions. And they have so much to give and this is where it really hurts and feels frustrating. So what I've learned to do over the years to meet them and really serve them so they could step into their purpose bigger is I've designed ways to give them access to the business foundational concepts they need, meeting them in the way they access their information. So a lot of the stuff will help somebody get in inside of it by meditating or journaling or getting inside of their body and bypassing the head, tapping the inner wisdom, and then from that taking a look at it and then having a process to distill it so they can take action with confidence. And that's the primary difference. So we learn just enough of the business foundational pieces, but not in a way that feels inauthentic or mental, purely mental or purely masculine. So they're able to receive it and do something with it. And I think that's what makes it different and makes it work for these women. Yeah, I can see that because then it taps in where it's they're having an experience that they want on all levels, personally, professionally, and spiritually. Yeah, exactly. And it becomes <sighs> second nature. You know, I want to heal that pain around, you know, I hear so many women, and you probably hear it too, purpose-driven women saying, oh, I'm just not cut out for business. I'm more spiritual or I'm more creative or I want more freedom. You need the structure and the soul to make exactly. it sing. And if you can't access the structure, it feels 
like it's something so cut off, you're not going to succeed. But if you're only going from a soul place, you're never going to get the traction. It needs to be both. But I think it's beautiful. I think these women are the future in terms of how we lead. I mean, when you're talking about an age of more collaborative leadership, more feminine Mm. leadership, that's exactly Mm. what's needed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whether it's men, women, or ever coming from what it's like coming into that more of that part of the feminine energy so that we can create more of a collaborative environment to really realize all of these bigger visions and missions that so many people out there have that could really transform lives, the world, if we just tapped into that and came together collaboratively. At least that's how I feel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, oh, you sing my song. Oh, love you. <laughs> anyway, so um, thank you for sharing. That was really, really brilliant insights. And, you know, one of the things that I recall you saying, too, is that, you know, you employ this combination of strategy, spiritually, and experiential learning to empower your clients so that they can create that path to prosperity that's also aligned with their higher calling. And I know you just tapped on various aspects of this, but could you just say a little bit more about that and describe the benefits of that strategy, spirituality, and experiential learning aspects? Yeah, so I can give you a concrete example. I think that will, you know, illustrate the benefit very clearly. So here's here's a challenge a lot of my clients have had. A lot of my clients have a hard time. They know they have to have something called a ladder of ascension, meaning a path to go from one offer they make to the next offer so the client stays with them longer. So they all get that on a mental level, but they don't know how to get inside of it so they can feel into it and know how to design that with intention. That's why Mm -hmm. they have all these offers that don't connect up. And most approaches will explain the latter and talk about you have a $97 product and then a $297 product and blah, 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 and they tune out. They can't relate to that because it's not discussed from a frame of service and contribution or what their soul wants to give. So what I did was I sat inside of it and saying, so how can I give them access to this idea? So I reframed it and I created a guided visualization process of them walking from the front door of their house through the different rooms of their home so that they could see when they take a client by the hand, they walk them through the front door. What's, what are they going to see at the front door? What are they going to have happen in the foyer? What happens mm-hmm. in the living room? What happens in the inner sanctum of the bedroom? You know, Not to be perverted, but I mean where the, the deepest one-on-one work and transformation occurs. So I help link up the path through the house with the level of transformation for the client and price point, and they started getting it because... And they came out of the meditation and they were, I just recently did this with a large group that I spoke at, and these women were just coming up to me with tears afterwards saying, oh my gosh, I get it. I I had the feeling and experience of walking through the house. I knew where I was taking my client on that journey and how important it was and how, what needed to be in each room so that they could get that transformation. Thank you so much. Because they're capable. They understand the business concept. They just need to be met where they are. And so that's what I mean by experiential. So they felt it. They were in it. They lived mm. it. They Got had it. a chance to access it through what makes sense to them, meditation, journaling, guided visualization. Those are techniques they use personally to calibrate. So I combined the two, and it made sense. And it was able to bring a concept home that's been elusive. And that was so huge 
because then they can map a better path for themselves and their clients. Yeah, and it sounds like that taps into what you were speaking about a little bit earlier about that packaging their wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like it ties perfectly in with that, uh, that concept as well because then you're able to package it and deliver it in a way that just takes people on a journey. Exactly, and that's just it. I mean, my clients are coaches and healers, so my clients are all about transformational journey. They're purpose-driven women. The listeners on this podcast or radio show are purpose-driven people, and we are all about transformation. I mean, let me tell you, if you're an info marketer and you're about creating a very nuts and bolts how-to educational thing, you don't Mm -hmm. need that level of, you know, tapping to probably pull it out of your head and map out steps for people and create an info product. That's totally fine. I work with people who care about purpose and mission and depth and things like that. And so that's why that makes sense. So again, I'm also by example, I'm showing you how I packaged my wisdom to meet my market. Right, right. I mean, no, it was brilliant. Because everyone too. talks about client journey, but they don't. They all teach it the same way. I believe that that's part of using tapping our wisdom and our gifts and packaging it. That's about the creativity in how do you meet that client. That's what makes it different. Oh, thank you. That was. I love that clarification, and it. It's so fitting to the path I'm on, the path I know many people on. So I'm, I'm just thrilled about, you know, the, where we're going with the show today. And anyway, so we've only got a couple of minutes before our next break. And I would just love if you would say what are, just quickly, what are the top three secrets for designing a solo line business? Yeah, top three secrets. Number one, peel away the misalignments. Number two, Get clear on your energy at the core. And number three, trust your inner wisdom. Wow, brilliant. Thank you. And what would you say has been the biggest secret of your own success? Hmm, My biggest secret of my own success? I would say allowing my truth to come through instead of separating from my intuitive and creative side. That has been mm. the biggest secret to my success. Wow. And do you, Now, I, I'm, I'm... That's a huge success uh, tip. And anyway, so it is time for our next break, and I was looking, I was just thinking about where we could go in the short time that we had, but decided, no, not enough time, so we'll leave it till the next segment. So, Lee, this has been so fabulous, and I am itching to learn more, but it is time for that next commercial break, and I'm Michelle McCuller. You're listening to Mission to Millions Radio, and make sure you stay tuned, because after the break, Lee will be sharing with how you can access a very special gift to create a soul aligned business that turns your passions into sustainable prosperity that feeds your soul and your desired lifestyle. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to radio at michelle Now, back to this week's show. Well, welcome back to Mission to Millions Radio. I'm Michelle McCuller with my guest, Lee Murphy-Wolf, and we're discussing Beyond Blueprints, the secrets of soul-aligned business design. Well, Lee, sadly, we've only got just a few more minutes, and when we left off, you know, we were talking about what were those top three design secrets for creating a soul-aligned business, as well as some of the transformations you've personally seen and a couple that you mentioned with your clients and, you know, as a result of living more into the soul aligned business design concept. And, you know, I know there's a big mission behind your work. And this show was really all about helping people step into their power and live their mission. Or in your words, aligned with their higher calling. Um, so first, I'd love if you just share a little bit about your message, your miss, uh, sorry, your mission, including your Divine Feminine Leader Alliance. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) So if I was to distill my mission down into one sentence, I am here to empower women to be strong feminine leaders. And I realize that that thread has moved through my entire life and all of my work, even in corporate, moving into my first job and, you know, all the way through into this iteration of my business. And the reason I care about it so much is... I believe that we're on the verge of a major consciousness shift and collaboration, compassion, and cooperation are going to be the leadership synergies of the future. And women are so naturally wired for that. And they have so many creative ideas and so much to bring. And they need support around how do they create the structures in place so that they can be 
the powerful creators that they are in their feminine authenticity as business leaders, but also as movement makers, as visionaries, as game changers. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of healing to do on the planet. And so the Divine Feminine Leaders Alliance is about just that. It's about healing the hierarchy. So what I'm doing is creating this mastermind opportunity to bring together a select group of powerful women so that we can talk about how do we step into our next level of Divine Feminine Leadership How do we map out what is the modern archetype for divine feminine? I mean, often we think about a lot of the very ancient wisdom goddess type of expressions of divine feminine, and I think that it's time for a reboot on that, where we can pull some of the ancient wisdom and express it in a modern way as feminine leaders. So it's about that, and it's also about how do we expand our impact and our influence together, collaboratively, around the business and the movements and the shifts that we want to make on the planet together. So that's what that is. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing. Again, another place where we have a lot in common going on, and I can't wait to personally learn more about your Divine Feminine Leader Alliance. It just, I'm really excited to hear more about that as you get it um, going. And I feel like we may have some work together in the future and where we're going with things. So... Anyway, yeah, if you can I think say a, so. Yeah, I just and that's feel like what it's about. Massive synergy and alignment here. Tapping in. Yeah, you're tapping into the energy again. Collaboration, cooperation, yeah. creativity, all of that. I mean, here's the thing: a lot of us are waking up to this idea, and we're expressing it in our unique way. You know what? There's room for every single one of us to step into our unique version of that, and to lift each other up, and support and empower each other as feminine leaders in doing it as opposed to being like, oh, she's doing the same thing. That's the beauty of this conversation. And I appreciate so much because we are up to a lot of similar things, and yet we will have similar yet slightly different tribes. But that's great because it's about the the mission, and it's about taking that light and amplifying it through the world with as many sources of that light as possible. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, both of our approaches come from that concept of collaboration, and so there is no competition. Like, you know, yeah, people are going to be right for you, right for me, right for the next person down the line, or there's going to be overlap. And we're going to come together where there's overlap collaboratively. Uh, so mm-hmm. at least that's how I'm feeling, you know, it, seeing it unfold. And I know many people who I feel would be, like, really excited to learn more about what you're doing um, here on the West Coast. So We'll have to talk about that and definitely, you know, we'll let you share about that in a minute so that, you know, people that listen to this show can find out about it. And, you know, one thing I want, if you would, just tap in just real quickly a little bit more is, you know, with the work that you do in the helping facilitate women stepping into their power and living a bigger, more meaningful life and fulfillment as an entrepreneur, business owner and leader is just. Tap, on, tap into that just one more time just so that people really get that that's what's available for them. Yeah. So I could do that in a number of ways. So can you give me a little guidance on what you'd like me to tap on more? <laughs> well, well, let's just take it this way. If you were going to have your biggest hope for them to walk away with today, what would it be in terms of them actually seeing the possibility that it's really possible for them to step step up in a bigger way, live that bigger life that's also going to help them create the soul aligned business that has the meaning and fulfillment that they want across all levels of their life? 
Yeah. So if I was going to say there's one big takeaway from all of this, knowing from my experience and what I've seen happen for clients and what's happening on the planet and in our culture right now, it's this. You can have both. You can have soul alignment and be your strong, authentic, feminine self, and you can have success, and those two things can happen together through you. You don't have to sacrifice one for the other. So as the name of this show, which is Mission to Millions, which has two different, you know, ways you can look at it. It's like you can go out and serve millions, but at the same time, make millions and create the lifestyle that you want being authentically who you are. Did I capture that? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we often think we have to choose my feminine authenticity and my passion or success. Right. Why not both? Exactly. Yeah. And not just for ourselves, but for, you know, helping that be the case for many, many millions of others as well. At least that's how I'm seeing it. And it feels like that's where you're coming from as well. Am Am I correct in saying that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's possible for all of us. We just have to trust our intuition connect back into the truth of who we are, align with that, and package up our wisdom and share our message. It's really, I know it sounds super simple. I know there's a lot more to it. But at the end of the day, everyone is capable of that. We are all amazing, divine, intelligent beings. It's all possible with the right support. Right. Awesome. Thank you. So is there any last things that you would like to add before we start sharing with how people can find out about your programs? There really isn't anything specific that's coming to mind, Um, you know, other than it's just been such a joy to be able to share all of this, and I would love to continue the conversation with more women and more purpose-driven people who want to step up into that next level. We're not talking about what it means enough. We're talking in very pie-in-the-sky level, but I'm Mm -hmm. talking about what does it specifically mean to you, you know, dropping down into really aligning our vision with what we're building, the vision and the vehicle. Those are the conversations I'd love to have, and I encourage all of you who are listening to really sit with that and start reaching out to people that are like-minded and who want to have those conversations because that's what's going to help us open up to what's possible and shift the planet. Yeah, that just gave me some huge ideas about some possibilities that I could do myself to get some of those conversations going here, you know, in the area where I live. So thank you for sharing that. So... Who do you feel or who would most benefit from working with you? So the people who would benefit most are purpose-driven, soulful women who are coaches, healers, experts, who are really looking to create a lifestyle business that aligns with their soul and takes their purpose and their passion much bigger. So they have the income and the impact. So whether you're just starting, maybe you're still in a corporate gig or trying to find a way out of that, and you have Mm -hmm. an idea and you're doing it part on the side, that works. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's not working as well as you'd like, and you're wondering, should I go back and get a steady job, you know? I'm saying, no, don't do that. Let's have a conversation. And then the third person would be, you know, somebody who's been at it for a while, and they have a lot of one-on-one clients, and and these purpose-driven women are getting burned out because they don't know what to do next in terms of structuring their business so that they can reach more people. I can help any of those folks, and I'd love to have those conversations. 
Okay, awesome. And so how can our listeners find out more about you, um, your programs, or any uh, free offers or things of that sort that you might have coming up? Yeah, so um, you can go to LeeMurphyWolf.com, and what you'll see there right now is a place to grab a free mini-guide that I've created, um, and it's called the Radical Clarity Ritual. Three simple steps to distill your downloads into actionable ideas. And what it'll do is give you a way in. I mean, a lot of times we're overwhelmed by vision and inspiration and ideas, drowning in dreams. This gives you a very simple process you can start to use now to start teasing apart what to act on now, what's a longer-term thing. You know, it gives room for your guidance to come through and your intuition but it also helps you stay focused and actionable in your direction. So it's a great place to start because no matter where you are in your journey of finding your purpose, too much inspiration. So, Right. And yeah, so, again, so they, there's they that. Can, right. I'm sorry, and, I couldn't hear you? Oh, no, no, no. So, again, would you give that uh, URL for them so they know where to go yeah, get that? Sure. Yeah, sure. It's LeeMurphyWolf.com. Right. So make sure they spell that's... L-E-E, and then Mm -hmm. Murphy is M-U-R-P-H-Y, and Wolf, W-O-L-F, correct? Yes, like the big bad wolf, yeah. (laughs) All right. And, um, yeah, and the other thing I wanted to share is what will be coming in the next week or two is information about my Clarity Circle. And if you're really at the place of getting more clear and aligned about the core of what you're up to and how to package your wisdom, the Clarity Circle is a great place to do that. So look for that. Um, But the starting point is really to start using that radical clarity tool that I just shared. I think that will help you start to tease apart what's blocking you from moving forward and how to organize your ideas into something actionable. Well, awesome. Awesome. You know, this has been such a fabulous conversation and show today. I'm just thrilled. You feel like, I I know, I've said it a million times, it feels like, but like you're so singing my song. I feel like we're soul sisters here. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, just can't wait to see what unfolds for you, see what unfolds for, you know, the people in your world, um, how our worlds are going to come together more collaboratively in the future. I, I just, I know something feels in my bones and every cell in my body, like there's something on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there is. There is no accident that you've asked me to speak about this topic and to connect with you so that we can inspire others to step into their mission. Yeah. Um, and I'm just so thrilled that we've had this opportunity because I believe that the topics and some of the things that were, you were sharing today were just, and they just, to me, hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, they get to that core that so many are missing that is what's keeping them in that place of struggle or not even know, having a clue how to get out of that place. And I feel like you just tapped into that on so many levels today in such a brilliant way. So I am forever grateful that you were able to be here and share your wisdom with us today. Um, Thank you so much. It's been a real honor to be here with you as well and support you in activating others and stepping into their missions. I just love what you're up to. I think it's important work. Well, thank you. And, you know, I, I don't know when our 
exactly our paths will cross again, but I'm just so looking forward to it. And um, I want to give you, we've got a couple more minutes before the end of the show today. And I just want to give you one last opportunity. Is there anything else you would like to share with the audience that you feel would empower them to step up in a bigger way to tap into that feminine energy and to really go out and to be living the life they want to be living and making that difference they want to make as well? I would say that it really comes down to coming back home and trusting all of your feminine, authentic gifts that you have and stepping into those and tapping those because they really are your GPS for making empowered decisions in your life and in your business. And I know a lot of women, myself included, you know, they'll be like, uh, what exactly are you talking about? What are those? How might I recognize them? What might be showing up that would give them a clue that that's what's speaking to them, that they need to listen to? Yeah, so um, I would say that if, you, if you're starting to get a lot of what you view as signs or you're getting intuitive hits and you're not sure what to do with them, it's, it's super important to have a place to, to keep those and capture those because they're not going to make sense necessarily right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but really trusting your intuition isn't necessarily following your passion, but it's okay to start tapping passion. This is a longer conversation, so I'm saying, how do I distill this down in one minute? <laughs> um, wow. Well, um, yeah, I'm not really sure I'm answering this all that well, but, um, I just think it takes, I think it takes time and practice and a method and a process for getting inside of all of the ideas, downloads, and passions. And so that's why I created the Radical Clarity Ritual. So if you have a process for it, you'll be able to work through the spaghetti strings and start to figure out which are actionable and which are things to follow and which are misaligned. But you first have to access them, then unpack them, and then distill them in a particular way. So I would say take a look at what I'm offering in that free gift. I think that is going to help the most in terms of finding that compass. All right. Well, that's the last of our time. So thank you again for being here, Lee. This has been amazing. So you've been listening to Mission to Millions Radio with Michelle McCuller. And again, I want to thank my guest, Lee Murphy-Wolf, for such an enlightening conversation that's sure to inspire and empower you to take the steps necessary to align your business and your life with your higher calling. And when you do, you will experience a newfound richness and freedom in both business and life that is beyond any you've yet imagined. So don't forget to check out her gift at LeeMurphyWolf.com. And next week, we'll be back with another exciting show where we'll be discussing your mission, how to find it, and why it's the key to creating a sustainably prosperous, positively impactful, and fulfilling life you love. Thank you for listening to Mission to Millions. Be sure to join Michelle McCuller for another edition of our show next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to see you right here next week.